hello! I didn't see you there. I'm Dr. Intro. Dr. Podcast Intro. What am I doing? Well, I'm just hanging out behind this curtain, working on my experiments. What am I working on? Well, you'll find out in due time. For now, just relax and enjoy this new episode of Supple Boys. I'm sure the boys have prepared another couple hours of remarkable content for you. Perhaps soon, they'll find out what I've got behind this curtain as well. Oh, that's my cue. I'd better get back to work. I'll see you all very soon. Episode of Supple Boy. This is the last one. We're doing one more, <laughs> and then we're done forever. Um, no, this is just just another. This is just another one. Just another fart in the wind as far as Supple Boys go. Uh, I am one of the two titular Supple Boys. I'm Ethan. Uh, I'm the other one. I'm Griffin. Maybe more supple. Mm, I don't know. Uh, we're <laughs> we're pretty supple boys. Uh, we're funny boys. We're comics boys. We're trying to make comics. But right now we're making just so many podcasts and we're doing a really special podcast this week in my opinion i've been very excited about this one because i have a journey to take you on griffin all right um, all right he's been hyping this up for me for i feels like two weeks now i think yeah and, and i've been uh, wanting we're to finally here recording yeah, this episode even before i knew that i wanted to do this as an episode of this show i knew that i just wanted to share this with you in some way um, and i think that this <laughs> is the perfect format to do so in um yeah, I mean, before we get into it, though, how's your fucking week going, you blonde son of a bitch? You're so blonde. I love hey, it. Thanks, man. Um, yes, I am blonde. It's my blonde summer. I think, does everybody have one? I don't know. Maybe a few folks. It's fun. I'm having a great time. I look in the mirror sometimes. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm blonde. Yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend dyeing your hair and just seeing what the fuck happens. Fuck around and see what happens. Um, what else? We put out an episode this week. It's all about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of fun uh, putting that episode together. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was a great one to listen um, back to. I loved hearing all the clips put in from the movies. Sounded great. And on that note, I have one more thing to say about The Last Jedi. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we said the thing that gets the most shit is Luke Skywalker? Yeah. Like how they changed Luke Skywalker. The second thing that I, I you can hear in the episode that because we went into it with just like with no i had a very loose outline mm -hmm. but we don't have notes we just popped into a discussion of the sequels yeah. and whatever came out in that hour and 50 minutes came out but a number of times i can hear myself trying to get to the point 
of uh, talking about Finn oh, and uh, Rose yeah. and Poe all having super big roles in this movie. But then w- one of us will bring up something else <laughs> badass in that movie and then totally derail in a different direction yeah. because that movie's full of good stuff. But I wanted to say, hey, uh, people bullied Kelly Marie Tran off the internet because they didn't like Rose, and that sucks. But also, Ryan Johnson gave three different minority groups leading roles in a Star Wars Fuck movie yeah. and that uh, had almost never been done mm-hmm. and said, Fuck it, all of their stories, everything in this movie is equally important. It's an ensemble piece, mm-hmm. truly. And that's dope. And that's what I have to add on top of our two hour long Star Wars <laughs> episode. There you go, folks. <laughs> little little prologue. Also a mailbag will come out tomorrow. <clears throat> as of tomorrow as in for us recording. <laughs> so yesterday for you guys did you like it? Thanks. Cool. Yeah, um, I liked it. Thanks. Cool. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I just read a very fantastic script written by my friend uh, Ethan ah. here for a very cool project that we have coming up. Uh, maybe we'll give you guys a little tease of it coming up, but it's super exciting. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I cannot wait to make it, and I cannot wait even more. For you guys to hear it. That's very nice of oh, you. I'm, I'm excited. I'm ex- Shit. Oh, no. I'm excited to hear that brought up. Yeah, I'm so fucking... Ugh. I'm excited to put it together. I'm excited for people to hear mm-hmm. it. Oh, boy. Anyway. <laughs> let's get into the meat of the episode. No more dilly-dallying around, Griffin. So, here's what we're doing. I, I put together a bit of a report uh, about a particular mm-hmm. creator uh, that i absolutely fascinated with uh, for years now. And uh, I think I think that you'll find them equally fascinating. You and I are on very have have, have had similar lives in a lot of ways, and we've had similar mm-hmm. creative lives. Uh, mm-hmm. We you know starting as kids making shitty little YouTube videos and stuff, uh, and Absolutely. and then just continually evolving and coming up with new shit and kind of transforming. Uh, and I I'm fascinated by this particular creator because uh, he is like exactly our age uh i I, mm-hmm. I believe he's i believe he's like 22 now um and i have watched him over years go from oh like where we were as kids to mm-hmm. listen i'm not it, let's just say <laughs> okay. this story has some real twists and turns and it is an absolute oh, fucking banger of an arc and uh and for a lot of people know about this if you're if you're a big youtube watcher you might know about this uh but if you're if you're not super invested in that sphere maybe you've never heard of a youtuber named bobby burns uh now this <laughs> griffin you're not ready okay so i've got a i've got a playlist okay. full of videos here that i'm going to be showing griffin bits and pieces of as we go along and as i tell this story uh, so that he can kind of, uh, you know, get some visuals, get get a little bit of a taste of each stage of this 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 tale. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so the first video in in the playlist is uh, the Lego Raid Two, which was posted on YouTube in 2014. So, 
uh lego the raid 2 obviously from the title you can tell that this is a uh this is a lego stop motion video put on youtube remember when yeah. lego stop motion videos were the fucking the shit on youtube um absolutely and uh, I mentioned a minute ago that when you and I were kids, we would make shitty YouTube videos and whatever. Uh, that's not to mm -hmm. insinuate that this is shitty. Uh, the, Bobby Burns, when he, he started out, he did all kinds of shit on YouTube just here and there, whatever. And a lot of it was Lego stop motion. Uh, and he was very good at it. I mean, this this video is, yeah. is really solid. Um, and uh, it. it's certainly way fucking better than anything that I ever put out as a kid. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I did a mm -hmm. lot of Lego stop motion, uh, as Griffin would know, because he fucking humiliated me by pulling out a lot of my old YouTube shit a few uh, years back. I found it. I you found son it, of a bitch. That was a surprise. You son <laughs> of a bitch. Um, but you, I see this, and I'm like, oh, I know this. Like, this is like, mm -hmm. did you ever do Lego stop motion? I don't think I don't know if I ever posted any, but I did do some. Yeah, I have tapes of it. Yeah, tapes. <laughs> tapes. <that>? Yeah, right. <laughs> I did that shit on an eight millimeter. Yeah, fuck um, yeah. And uh, beyond Lego, I did action figure stop motion too. Yeah. Um, a lot of Star Wars inspired by. Yeah. So I see this but and I, I relate it's hard. heavily. It's, time it's very hard. It's very difficult. I remember doing it with my Nintendo DSi. I would like take all the pictures with mm. that and whatever and then and then put them together. Um so yeah, I, I see Oh my god. Real quick, is that is there is there a more like early two thousands thing like than little, doing Lego stop motion with your DSi? Yeah. <laughs> oh my fucking god. What did you just say? That is awesome. I know. I that agree. is awesome. Um and uh <laughs> Yeah, so this kid, he, like, very early on was making really cool YouTube stuff. Uh, and apparently he had been on YouTube since he was very young, but I don't think that shit is, like, up anymore and whatever. But through mm -hmm. some through some uh, shenanigans, I don't know exactly how it went down. I don't know if it's even public knowledge. I couldn't find any information on it. But somehow he became the face of Brand Sins. Um, you're aware of Cinema Sins. Uh, they have a series yes. of spinoff channels. Most of them are kind of defunct now. One of which being Brand Sins, uh, and it's like an actual like like affiliate of Cinema Sins, mm -hmm. and they're like everything wrong with Target, everything wrong with Apple, um, and mm -hmm. uh, and this this video that we have pulled up here is everything wrong with EA in five minutes or less. I believe this is the first video featuring Bobby in brand sins and it, it differs from cinema sins in the way that like cinema sins doesn't have a face to it it's just kind of like words under the movie as you're seeing and it's a narration mm -hmm. this actually features the person talking to the camera and saying the sins and everything so here we get our first look at bobby he's still quite young this video was posted in 2014 okay. um i think he might be related to somebody from cinema sins i could be wrong the first few videos feature a different girl and then bobby takes over um, and so this mm -hmm. is like this is like everybody's first exposure to Bobby is when this shit was big. EA Sports, it's in the game. You know who else is in the game? Internet butthole trolls who curse like sailors and know my mother. What she is they all? Um, he looks like us. He does he's got, he's, exactly. He look he cool exactly. Um, he's he's fucking <laughs> our age. He's got all. He went through mm -hmm. all the trends that mm -hmm. we did. And you immediately mm -hmm. see at the in this early stage of Bobby that he's got big old poofy hair, like I still have, um, and yeah. and uh, and that's very cool. He looks good with it. Um, so you know, Brand sends these very snarky videos. It's Bobby being like, "This is what's wrong with fucking EA Sports," and uh, and mm -hmm. and like I said, he was known for that for a while, and that only grew his channel. 
but his channel mainly focused on movie stuff so for a long time he was doing you know sitting at the computer talking to the camera doing movie he did like news stuff like i can see some of the suggested videos or his like what does suicide squad mean for the future of movies and all that stuff uh, and this video that i pulled up is 10 reasons batman v superman sucks <laughs> Hey guys, what's up? My name is Bobby and I love movies. So today, I'm going to be talking about the 10 reasons Batman vs Superman sucks. <laughs> Can I just say, I uh, it's been a while since I've seen Batman vs Superman. Uh, and I haven't gone back and re-watched it in recent years because I'm pretty sure when I re-watch it, I'm probably gonna like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like because... Batman v Superman overall. Especially the extended um, cut. When I uh, when I initially saw it, I remember feeling kind of upset and angry about a couple of the mm -hmm. things as well. Uh, uh, mainly that sort of feels like it's trying to do so much that it ends up doing nothing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I've seen the extended cut, but I'm actually pretty excited to watch Dude, it. Dude, yeah, we should watch it ahead together. Of the Snyder cut. Yeah. All right, yeah, Batman v Superman. Top ten reasons why Batman v Superman is good. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, and it's. I I just don't like it as an adaptation of Batman or Superman necessarily, but as like an alternate universe mm -hmm. thing, I think it's cool. Like, um, obviously, yeah. it's very good looking as well because Zack Snyder knows how to make a movie look. Um, but fuck yeah, Larry Fong probably. Yeah. So as I said, you know, a lot of talk, a lot of talking to the camera. Not a lot to say at mm -hmm. this stage. She's a kid talking about movies and why they're good or bad, uh, usually bad. Uh, and then and then he moves into this next stage, which we'll go ahead and check out, uh, which is where he dives into the very prototypical video essay. Uh, oh, stable. Yes. We know this. We fucking know this. Oh, I can already see Spider-Man in the thumbnail. Yeah, too. we know so. Oh, we know fuck. so many. Uh, we know so many YouTube video essayists that we have varying uh, relationships mm -hmm. with their content. Uh, I've I've flirted with the idea of making video essays years ago, um, and mm -hmm. just at the height of it all, and because that was just everything on YouTube for a long time. Um, and uh, and this is this is a, a good example of these. He did a good job with these. The concept of the sequel first came about in the early 18th century. Because of the substantial shift towards a rapidly growing print culture, an author's livelihood became irreversibly linked to the number of copies they could sell. Once readers begin recognizing the author's name and the series branding, sequels begin to offer a means of consistent economic intake. Essentially, the more sequels an author put out, the more money they would make. He's got the voice. He's got the voice, right? And he turned the voice on. He did, and and you got your chill music in the background, and the mm -hmm, chill, mm -hmm. chill but profound music. That's what you need for a video essay. Uh, I know. I made a fucking J.J. Abrams thing for a couple of weeks there. That's right. <laughs> I know. That's right. Um, and uh, I, he's good at it. Like he's he's very good at. It. They're well edited. They're well executed. He does have the voice. Um, and at the mm -hmm. time, I enjoyed this stuff. It, it was cool that it was somebody my age doing a really good job with these video essays shit, especially since that was so so good at the time. That was such a big thing at the time. But when we move into this next video I'm going to show you, um, he... <sighs> he gets a little bit artsier he gets a little bit more okay. he gets a little bit more uh uh what's the word i'm looking for uh he ha he he goes for a little bit more he's a little bit more risky and he tries mm -hmm. more shit and this is the start of him really expanding so i'm gonna start having a lot more to say here so this video is bobby burns uh kong skull island video oh hey that King Kong movie was pretty good. 
so you can see that the video thing has changed drastically he like because like i i think that he quickly was dissatisfied with the video essay thing um uh, and he started exploring shit more and his videos start to get really really well filmed uh, and he he's getting a bit of a voice to he's him. not not the the voice I referenced a minute ago, which is still present, good for like an artistic uh, voice, yes, artistic, yes. yes. And he's you know here and there. I didn't include any of these in in what I'm showing you, but here and there he he starts uploading like short films and stuff, and they're really well mm -hmm. shot. Um, and like he he nice. like you can kind of tell like you see little stuff where you're like, oh, this is like a little baby filmmaker. Um, and, uh, mm -hmm. and like, and I really started to pick up on that, especially like around this video, I, like, cause like there's a bit in this video where it cuts to the title and it's like Kong Skull Island and it's super cool and like animated and like the music choice yeah, is really yeah. cool. And it's like, I it's, said it, I was watching yeah, it, it. it's so much more like unique than a lot of the movie discussion shit that you would mm -hmm. see. And also mm -hmm. the movie discussion shit almost seems to take a back seat to his personality in the video and how he films it and how he yeah. occupies the space. And immediately I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. And so like, I'm, I'm inspired by this dude. And like, he makes me want to mm -hmm. fucking make videos and mm -hmm. shit. And what it took was him kind of embracing his own voice and his own style. And that only Absolutely. develops more and more from here. This next video that we're pulling up yeah. uh, is called Exploring the Internet, an audience for anything. And what I love here this is entering the golden age of Bobby Burns, uh, where oh. yes, no, for real. This is this yeah. is this is where his like because he has this little fan base, and we'll talk about his fan mm -hmm. base uh, moving forward. But he has this little fan base that uh, that love a particular era of his content, and it's this era right here, um, and it, it is where he starts involving his brother Nathan Burns. Uh, Nathan Burns, mm -hmm. I might like even more than Bobby himself. He's such a great personality. <laughs> oh, he seems like such a sweet cool. dude. I like him on social media. And he's really, really funny and a really talented musician. And so when they come together, yes. they make fucking incredible stuff. Um, and so they start doing these sort of commentary videos where they'll talk about different internet creators um, and and just various topics. There's a, there's a video, uh, this video particularly dips into Blade Runner 2049 a little bit. Um, but in doing so, they really just use the topic of the video as like an excuse to do cool video shit. What the fuck is that? Oh, a teleportation device capable of interdimensional travel. Is that me? You can't interact. Just observe. I don't have my full license, so this thing can only let us watch. They can't see us. I love you. So much personality in that shit, and like really cool, yes. great editing, and again, shot really beautifully. There's a whole, there's a whole chunk of that video that is just puppets. It's just like hand puppets mm -hmm. doing Blade Runner stuff, uh, and it's like funny, and it's just looks great. It looks really good. Um, and uh, at this point, I'm clamoring for every video this dude is putting out uh, because I really, really like his personality and his brother and the way the way they go about making their videos. Um, he but then like i mean it's interesting to watch bobby as a person as well because i think when you you follow creators really intimately and you know who fucking knows maybe people have had a bit of this experience with us because like we put out so much shit so regularly if people are regular like listeners of us maybe they've done a bit of this themselves uh but maybe not because i don't think we've changed that much but i think over the course of time if you mm -hmm. follow somebody that puts out such regular content you watch them like evolve as a person 
and that's fascinating because you don't really know them but like you feel like you know them and you note changes in them um and Mm -hmm. i you know sometimes that creates an unhealthy thing some people get like obsessive about creators they like and whatever but with this like unlike anybody else that i've ever really followed on the internet i was just fascinated with this dude um because he starts getting like a bit jaded and i don't want to speak out of place here but like Mm -hmm. his earlier videos are a little bit angsty kind of teen angsty of like why this movie sucks and whatever but here he starts getting a bit aggressive and i don't know if you saw in the last video his hair's super long he gets like he does cool shit with his hair that's a big thing moving forward is his hair is a big deal for him he does really uh really different striking shit with his hair and as his hair goes gets different you can track the different phases of this dude so he had big puffy hair Mm -hmm. when he was younger and then he's got this longer kind of artsy looking hair for when his videos are in their prime form the golden age um and uh and like i said he gets a bit more jaded and he starts kind of coming after youtubers a little bit i don't think that he he clearly watches a lot of youtube and i don't think that he loves the the whole ecosystem of it um and so this next video Mm -hmm. that i've pulled up for you is how to emotionally manipulate your youtube audience um, and this was right in the thumbnail there. Yes. Um, and at this time, uh, the fucking dude from Smosh, whatever his name is, um, Anthony Padilla. Yeah, he came out and something he did something fucked, and then it doesn't matter. But he put out an apology video, and it was clearly like very calculated. And so Bobby makes this mm-hmm. video in order to uh, kind of pull up, point out all the the traits that are shared between all of these various YouTube apology videos. Um, uh, and uh, it's super, like he's right, and it's super effective. But he also just clearly fucking mm-hmm. hates this, and he's a little bit angry about it. Um, and also, make sure to note the style of his video because it has changed once again. Actually, doing this, I guess I, I guess I should just I should just come out and say it. Uh, YouTubers manipulate their audiences constantly. And most of the time, the audience doesn't even know they're being manipulated. Yeah, right? So really good shit. Uh, And like I said, his style has changed a bit. He's got this cool little set uh, with this this cute wallpaper in the background and, and like a blackboard and whatever and he, he's adopted this kind of like index card aesthetic for like the titles of his videos and like little notes and sections and you notice that at the beginning one of the index cards said Bobby Burns 4.0 and that's because mm-hmm. he actually does as I'm talking about these phases of Bobby Burns he separates them into numbered phases so I guess he probably oh, nice. considers like Lego Stop Motion 1.0 Movie Talk 2.0 mm-hmm. Video Essays 3.0 and then this is 4.0 um and mm-hmm. i like found that really interesting and cool and i liked that level of self-awareness as far as how much he's evolving um and totally. i really like these videos like you said like i you wanted to go back and finish it it's really cool and interesting and his personality really shines through uh this leads us though to the biggest turning point in this whole thing uh this this leads to all of the most devastating uh developments oh, in this no. story yeah yeah right so oh god okay so bobby put out a video called shane dawson the quote-unquote conspiracy theorist now are you familiar with shane dawson i mean i know who shane dawson is i used to watch a little bit of shane dawson back in the day but uh, this is way back so and i know about the most recent like his jake paul thing yeah and that he's kind of doing different stuff like that now but i have not seen any of his videos right. in the past 
10 years probably. Well, you know, he's one of the most famous, biggest, most influential names on YouTube. Like, Shane Dawson is kind yeah, of synonymous so. with YouTube. Like, it, he, he's mm-hmm. been on there for so many years. Oh, yeah. He's, he's yeah. one of the earliest mm-hmm. adopters. He's had so many massively fucking quote-unquote viral videos. Um, he's, he's, he's gotten fucking canceled a couple times because of doing controversial comedy shit. Um, and mm-hmm. now he's bigger than ever because when he puts out shit, it's like really tightly produced documentary content and shit. But right before he started doing all of the, the big documentary stuff, he was doing these conspiracy things very regularly where he sits real up mm-hmm. close to the camera and he's like, Hey, what's up you guys? So I'm here to talk about the craziest conspiracy thing. Okay. And, uh, okay. I, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's fine. But Bobby fucking hated it. Um, and so right. he takes his opportunity uh, in this uh, video to really, really tear it apart. Like right from the second one. To be talking about someone that if you've been on YouTube for any amount of time, at any point in time, you've definitely seen him. His name is Shaved Dawson. I'm Shane Dawson. He's been around since the early eras of YouTube and has always created whatever content people wanted to see. His channel has had its ups and downs when it comes to views, but right now in 2017, he is fucking hitting his stride again. Based on his views, he's making fucking bank. So you might be saying, oh, do you have a problem with that, Bobby? So another YouTuber making money off something that someone else enjoys? Not necessarily. I have a problem with people manipulating people and not being honest and making terrible, 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 terrible content. So, oh shit. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> I just skipped ahead yes. to the next video. So that yes. <laughs> so, uh, that that's the defining little clip that we just saw right there is Bobby saying, uh, I don't have a problem with people creating certain kinds of content. I have a problem with people manipulating people and creating terrible, 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 terrible content. Uh, and yes. that is the little clip that'll haunt him for the rest of his life because uh, he. So Shane Dawson made a video, uh, which now has no. which now has 5.7 million views, titled "Confronting My Hater." Uh, Shane Dawson does all kinds of stuff like this because, you know, he's probably kind of rich and he does insane stunts yep. where he, he gets people from all, all around the world and does crazy shit with them based on tenuous internet connections and everything. And uh, mm-hmm. listen, somebody sent Shane this video that Bobby made that was pretty popular. Um, and uh, I don't think he felt good about it at all. Uh, and, uh, and so he watches it. Now, Shane Dawson, it's worth saying seems like a really sweet guy um and so it's not like he's pissed about it this video isn't about him being like wow fuck this guy he seems kind of hurt by it and he also seems like he thinks that some of the points bobby makes are kind of unfair so when i see people making videos called jane dawson sucks it literally does not bother me because i'm like yeah okay but i purposely don't watch them i get super uncomfortable i feel weird i just want to disappear but i felt like it was time for me to finally face my fears and genuinely respond to it. Because I've like reacted to them before and watched little pieces of them and laughed, but I've never genuinely like watched a full video and responded. So that's what we're gonna do today with a little video by a YouTuber named Bobby Burns. Yeah, so Shane is kind of hurt by by all this. He's a sensitive dude, but then at the end, he kind of goes through this thing where he goes through all of Bobby's previous videos and has a similar journey to what you and I have gone through already, where he's like, 
ah, oh, this kid like started making Lego videos just a few years ago, and he's already evolved so much, and he and he's yeah, such an interesting yeah. dude. And Shane is like, I see a lot of myself in him. I think he's fascinating. And so he drops the bomb at the end of the video. He goes, so I'm gonna invite him here to my house in California. I'm gonna fly him out, and we're gonna mm-hmm. talk this out. And so he does. Nice. And so then we get this next video confronting my hater in person where Bobby is straight up fucking in California. Okay, so update. So I DM'd with Bobby, I talked to him and I was like, hey man, listen, I wanna do a video with you. I want you to come to my house. (laughs) I will fly you out, I will put you up in a hotel, you can bring a friend. And um, he said yes, so he's on his way. Yeah, get a little closer. Uh, how are you? Doing pretty good. Um, so you said my videos were terrible, and you yes. said the word terrible seven times. Yes. Terrible, terrible, terrible content. I guess we'll just start there. Okay, okay. So tell me what you think is so terrible, and also what I can improve. Wait, what? Okay, so we're immediately doing that. Okay. Oh, fuck. Wait, hold on. Drama music. <laughs> <laughs> so, what the fuck? yeah. So they meet up. Okay, yes, go ahead. By the way, Bobby's hair is looking great at this point. He has cool floppy Absolutely. hair. and uh, But yeah, he also man. looks tired as shit. People point that out a lot. People ask him if he's on drugs Tired and boy. shit. And he's always like, no. Like, And he seems really genuine about it. Uh, but he's got yeah. huge bags under his eyes and shit. And he, he like... I don't know. He looks a little sickly, but it's like, you know, that's fucking his deal. But just it's worth pointing out because... It's Timothy Chalamet tired look. Yes, but it's worth pointing out because people <laughs> constantly pointed it out at the time. Um, and so mm-hmm. immediately because he's pulled onto Shane's channel, he's getting like massive amounts of exposure from this. Uh, and they talk it out yeah. in the video and Shane's like, so why did you say this? Why did you say that? Shane is a little bit pressy about it. Like he's a little bit defensive. Mm-hmm. And then Bobby kind of backtracks a little bit. He's like, well, no, I wasn't insulting you. Uh, I just don't really like your content and whatever. And it's clear that Bobby's yeah. meeting a celebrity. He's been invited to his house and it's this very pressure filled yeah. situation. And so then people start pouring in the comments and they're like, he's fucking backpedaling. He was fucking horrible in that video and now he's fucking whatever. Oh, so that whole shit already starts. But they're clearly bonding already and they clearly have a good time mm-hmm. together. And then in this next video, the next video, this is a multi fucking part series. And this next video is called Buying My Hater a Car. Uh, we don't even have to watch this video. Uh, I'm going to show you one little clip from it. Let me see. All right, now. Because you're moving to LA, okay, and because you're gonna be rolling with me, uh-huh. I want you to be rolling like me. Okay. What? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. So, uh, Shane buys Bobby a fucking G-Wagon. It's not even just a car. It's a yeah. very nice fucking SUV. Uh, and yeah. Bobby's understandably like, what the fuck? Um, and that mm-hmm. turns out to just be the first step in what in the plan that Shane has for Bobby. Um, he's clearly like really likes Bobby and kind of wants to win him over, so he buys him a car. There's a weird video where Shane has Bobby do a lie detector test, and he's kind of like, do you like my content and all this? It's very YouTube shit. And then he's like, uh, are you like using me for views and whatever, or are we just really friends? And then it comes up that Bobby's lying, but he's clearly not. Lie detectors are just stupid. But Shane's fans have held that yeah. against Bobby the entire time. Just like, he was lying and he's using Shane for views and whatever. 
Eh, whatever. So, but he buys him a car, and you might have seen a girl there with a little nose ring in the background that was all yeah, nervous. But yeah. that's Bobby's girlfriend, and they at this point okay. have been uh, together for years. Like you can find old videos of them together. Um, yeah. And yeah, cool. And they at this point uh, have <laughs> what? I just don't like you're bringing it up. She's getting involved. Yes. What's happening? They've been together for years, uh, and they have a mm -hmm. they they for a while had a really great little second channel called Nope, and it was like a show they did together where they broke down like stupid videos and shit. Um, really yeah, great sure. team, and I really liked always liked watching them together. Um, anyway, so Shane drops it on Bobby. Hey, uh, I want you to move to L.A. Bobby lives in like Tennessee. He says I want you to move to L.A and be, become a YouTuber and do a show on my channel, uh, which is about the biggest thing that you could offer to a YouTuber. Jesus, uh, yeah. And it's just entirely changes Bobby's life. Hey guys, so about two weeks ago, I told you I was going to tell you the story about how I moved from Nashville, Tennessee to Los Angeles into this house to become a professional YouTuber. Bobby starts doing videos on Shane's channel. I think he does like four videos, right? And the videos okay. are not really in his style at all um they're very traditional youtube vlog format uh they're very pretty looking because they're filmed on very nice cameras and bobby has like good in instincts for that but they don't really have any personality and they're very broad because he's trying to appeal to shane's massive audience and so they're stuff like mm -hmm. how how much do you actually make as a youtuber uh trying to buy all the shit that youtubers have how much does it cost so like fucking hoverboards and vapes and supreme shirts and stuff like that yeah. so it's all kind of yeah. just like yeah okay and 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 but he has this whole posse like not only did he and his girlfriend move out to la for him to be a youtuber he like moves one of his friends out to out to la to also be a youtuber but like he's paying for mm -hmm. his friend to, so he's clearly making a lot of money during this period yeah um, and so he's got this whole posse including people that he's paying for and they're living in this giant fucking house uh that he has in la um and part of his posse is a is a fellow by the name of mags which is uh where uh, i uh i i found out about mags and uh no shit and uh he he's 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 been uh an intricate in, integral part of this whole journey because i fucking fell in love with his music oh, right man. away and that was really cool some of bobby's videos end with mags's music uh which is really mm -hmm. cool then it all goes wrong uh oh god. so oh my god as i said the the videos he does for shane's channel don't really have any distinguishable personality uh they're just kind mm -hmm. of boring um and that's fine that's not an insult that's just kind of a fact and that was audience's reactions uh the comments are flooded with get this guy off your channel shane this guy lied in the lie detector chest shane uh oh yeah why the fuck are you like like buying this dude a fucking car and supporting him and putting him on your thing like his videos are boring get him off and apparently that's like people's reactions whenever shane brings a new person onto his channel but it yeah, was so overwhelming for bobby that shane dropped bobby from his channel and deleted all of the videos uh oh my god and so oh my god. so now you know this massive opportunity this massive money-making endeavor that bobby had drove him to uproot his life as like a 20 year old and the life of his girlfriend and friends from tennessee to los angeles in a giant house that he could only afford based on this giant opportunity and that's gone he's dropped on his ass Fuck. uh and Fuck. shane doesn't say a word about it 
and then finally, Shane just does kind of an Instagram live thing. Hey guys, um, I wanted to talk about um, the Bobby Burns situation a little bit because I haven't really said anything um, about it because I didn't think I needed to because I, I felt kind of like, oh, it's just people talking and stuff. But um, I think it is affecting him. I mean, I know it's affecting him. I've talked to him about it. Um, and I've been a little out of the loop. So when I saw all of uh, the comments and stuff, I was like, okay, like I should say something. Um, there's no drama. There's no issues with me and Bobby. There's not, like literally no tea to be spilled. I wish there was, but there's not. It's tealess. Um, I think in general, it was a lot like him moving here to start the show on my channel. We didn't completely know what it was yet. Like all of it happened really fast and I think it was like overwhelming and stressful. So yeah, Shane puts out this little video and and you mentioned while watching it that he does he does some of the audience manipulation techniques that Bobby talked about in one of his old videos where he's clearly smoothing mm -hmm. over the fact that the Bobby thing was kind of a train wreck uh, and that he had to just fucking drop him. And it sucks and I'm not saying Shane's a bad dude or anything. I don't know. I don't know. But I know that mm -hmm. it's a shitty situation. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Uh, man it starts to fucking show for bobby uh he does a few more videos and he's clearly trying to continue doing the youtuber thing without shane uh in la continue based on the success that he's gained and let me fucking tell you this dude shot from like a couple hundred thousand subscribers to almost a million uh he oh he, he got he gathered almost a million followers uh and then he was getting like 500k per video at least um, and, uh, and so he was doing pretty well on YouTube, but I don't know if it was well enough to fucking have that giant house, LA expenses, support his friends, all of that shit. Um, uh, and yeah. so that kind of leads to all of his mental health shit. So this next video is him saying, I had a breakdown in parentheses, mental health on YouTube. So I haven't been very active on this channel for the past couple weeks. Um, and that's because I... I had what I can only describe as a mental breakdown. I stopped functioning, basically. I cut off from all my friends. I stayed in my bed a lot. I was, I was in the bed a lot. Uh, my, my sleeping schedule went from like six hours a night to like 10, 11, 12. Stopped going out completely. I didn't hang out with friends. I didn't um, make videos. I, did, I literally didn't do anything. I tried. I tried incredibly, incredibly hard. But I couldn't. I, I would go to touch my camera or, or touch Premiere, and I would just have a full-blown anxiety attack. When this was first so yeah, things get fucking terrible for him, and he fucking breaks down, uh, and he's just clearly not doing well. Uh, his hair yeah. isn't even up to the up to the par that it was before. His hair's all floppy, uh, in a bad way. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, I felt I really felt for him at this point because he's just pushing so hard, trying so hard. And it's just not mm -hmm. fucking working. Uh, and I, I didn't, I had no idea where he could possibly go next. And everybody in his mm -hmm. comments are like, listen, man, you just kind of lost yourself when moving to LA. You just started doing generic vlog shit. Like just kind of go back to doing what you're doing with your brother and making really unique, cool, uh, really like full of voice uh, video content. Yeah. And, uh, but it just, it clearly like that wasn't the stage he was in anymore. I think he even said to people like, that's yeah. not what I want to do anymore. 
Um, and so it's like he's kind of struggling with having to keep people's attention uh, while also mm-hmm. trying to do what he wants uh, and just fucking kind of slowly losing the grip on everything, uh, which, you know, I meant I talked at the beginning about this guy being like us. It's fascinating to watch somebody that's our age get to this point uh, where they have been mm-hmm. handed the fucking golden opportunity as far as YouTube goes uh, as as big of a deal as you can get and then kind of lose it and and so you're just watching i'm watching like a rise a meteoric rise and then really devastating fall of somebody that just could be me like uh and and Mm -hmm. i i found i was so fucking invested and just watching every social media post this dude was putting out just very intensely and then this happens yes uh this video is titled i'm excited the end of bobby burns uh can I just say real? I want to say real quick. Uh, while we were watching that mental health one, I made a little note to myself yeah. that like he's talking about the YouTube manipulation stuff, yes. those videos and everything like that, and how in his video that I think you know y- one could easily use that sort of topic to manipulate your viewership. I don't know why you would, but you like you know sit in front of your camera and crying in front of your yeah. camera, of course, is gonna make people feel bad for you. Yeah. Um, and so much of like those facial tics and everything, and those faces that people make in those videos are are a huge part of that. And in this video, he's gone out of the way to just cut the visuals of him speaking all together and just have the audio play right. or some generic totally. footage. And that sort of separates the two and creates a less sort of, I don't know, engulfing experience. That's the thing, right? Like I've seen so many YouTubers mm-hmm. that like you can tell their shit is so produced and run by people and whatever. But like he seems to be really genuine, which only makes me more yes. invested in his whole plight. You have reached the voicemail box of Bobby Burns 5.0. Okay, I'm sorry to call you like this. Uh, as you know, seven months ago, Something happened. Bobby Burns made a video criticizing Shane Dawson, and then Shane Dawson made a response video to that criticism. Then Shane himself saw the video, flew Bobby out to LA, and then they made a video together. He moves Bobby and his little crew to LA, and then Shane offers Bobby a day on his channel. The calmest moments are often for the storm, and we had no idea, no, no idea what was coming. So he just starts, te- he's, he pretty much stops making shit. And then starts putting out mm-hmm. this cryptic ass shit of like something big is coming, uh, and yeah. and that it clearly all spins from the massive fucking wave of hate that he got from all the Shane Dawson shit, and it's like what the fuck like what what could yeah. this possibly be leading to? Uh, and then he puts out this video, "Help me" in all caps. That's all it's titled. Also, the nasty tape is now available on all platforms. <laughs> the links are in the description. The, it's, it's the result. It's the result of two and a half years of hard work and dedication. Even if you don't usually fuck with the genre, please give it a shot for me. From the bottom of my heart, it would mean so much. So he makes the big, big ass move. Of, well, he's, mm-hmm. he kind of introduces the concept by he's being, like, brutalized and forced to speak to the camera by yeah. this other character. 
uh, that that is uh, something other than him, but it's clearly him doing the voice. Yeah. Uh, And this other character is nasty. Uh, And Mm -hmm. it turns out that Bobby has not only decided to do rap on the side, that is his whole thing now. He is entirely a SoundCloud rapper. Uh, And... uh, and and it's but it's not even Bobby Burns within his narrative. It is this new character yeah. Nasty who is separate from Bobby mm-hmm. Burns 5.0, 4.0, all these other things. Um, and you see in yeah. his first music video, this one for Lemonade, uh, that uh, well you'll see how he kind of introduces the character. Um, and uh, we're gonna listen. We're gonna go ahead and listen to a couple of his tracks here, and I'll have the musical tracks put into the thing, uh, just so that you get a yep. taste of his first. A uh, little kind of EP thing that he put out called the Nasty Tape. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Pull up with a motherfucking cat. Pull up with a motherfucking rat. Feel like a motherfucking man when a deep cut on a dumb star with a hot straw. Yeah, kill the motherfucking bitch. Don't be fucking with a shit. Empty motherfucking clip. Motherfucker, that is it. In the motherfucking life. Singing red, party in the afterlife. Kill him dead, not the motherfucking knife. Spit the lead, have your motherfucking wife. Miss the head. You were like this or you won't no. You cannot answer the phone no. Soon we'll be missing back bone no. Moaning and groaning while prone How the motherfucker bitch feel when I pull it with the cat Put the fucking hoe in it I said we'd go through a few tracks right off the bat, but first of all, fucking Lemonade is really good, right? <laughs> yeah, damn Yeah, he goes Talk fucking about hard a voice change Yeah, he goes fucking really hard on that track and I really, I really like that one Nasty boy, better come scry, lead a blade at home, black glock, get your toe tag, blacked out, blacked out, swipe, 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 blacked out, blacked out, swipe, 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 trying to fuck with nasty boy, better come scry, lead a blade at home, black glock, get your toe tag, bagged out, hose Stack the damn cash, slap the damn ass. I'm a movie star, baby, that's slow, live fast. Stack the damn cash, slap the damn ass. I'm a movie star, baby, that's slow, live fast. Bitch, you can find me in the hills, shooting fucking movies, windows open, no shame, flash a motherfucker. Had sex, sex on a man, grab a couple groupies, get some sex, sex, do some time while they fucking sue me. Leo DiCaprio, bitch, let it go flow, turn a whisper. Uh, okay, so your reaction to uh, these first few tracks from the Nasty Tape. I love seeing how his experiences have shaped him as an artist. Yes. In that the dude talks about how he totally broke down mental health wise. And the thing that came out of that is the nasty tapes. Yeah. I fucking love yeah, that. Yeah, right? <laughs> and and the shit the shit sounds good too. Um and so yeah, the total flip, total change in voice, the total change in what he's interested in mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. Um, not only in terms of like like style but literally like a totally different medium yeah um because i think that's a sort of like it's like a spectrum right you know you can kind of be into this or into that or or you can kind of shift down a little ways and find that your skills and your your um the things that you like and everything your interests in this form can kind of come over and and help you out and do different things in this form and that's super sweet 
So very, very interesting turn of events. Yeah, here. right. Um, I Absolutely. I really like almost all of the nasty tape. I think it's really solid. It's clearly very like it's it's quite early. Like like he's clearly yeah. early on and it's sound cloudy stuff. But I think it's solid yeah. and it's certainly a good starting point. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, of course, got a shit ton of hate for this dude. Like so much. Like just an overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how you could fucking hate on Lemonade though. I think Lemonade is fucking fire, but. Uh, the overall just so much hatred for this uh but mm-hmm. you know what though we fucking doubled down and kept going and <laughs> only yes. got more intense about it and more interesting as well because he starts to get quite flamboyant in the way that he does this he you know because he always has a narrative to what he's doing he always like does something interesting artistically with it and what he does with this is like in the nasty tape the album opens with him uh, having this character be like don't listen to this fuck this tape if you like uh, have glaucoma or you're pregnant or whatever. Like it's all those warnings, mm-hmm. and then Nasty comes in and murders the guy that's that's giving the warning, and then he, and then Nasty intros the album. So he's doing fun stuff like that, and then the the music videos he starts to put out are very uh, very like artistic. Um, we're pulling up uh, his music video Creep, uh, w- featuring Outcast City. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of this song. But the video is really, really interesting. He starts using a lot of makeup, um, a lot of like uh, costuming and hair stuff and uh, just mm-hmm. just being very expressive with this shit and the videos are pretty cool and interesting I really like the aesthetic of this video of having the the overlay of the mouth over his face when he does the rap totally um, really cool stuff really interesting stuff and then you can kind yeah, of certainly yeah and you can kind of see this this personality bursting out of him that it wasn't clear was there in the beginning with all of the makeup stuff mm-hmm. and all the hair stuff and um, not to generalize in any way but just he's clearly like a different guy inside than we were aware of and that leads to this next mm-hmm. video if you want to go ahead and skip which is his coming out video um, all right yeah all right yeah a lot of twists and turns here right um, dude discovered himself he really has hi I'm by I'm Bobby Bobby sorry um, so yeah, this is my coming out video. Oh, actually, holy shit, if this is my coming out video, I need to make sure I'm not doing anything to emotionally manipulate you guys. And to get information about that, I'm gonna go to the master himself. Okay, I didn't breathe out. I'm actually doing this. I guess I- didn't I, say I that. I should just, I should just come out and say it. Uh, I immediately said it. I don't even think I did shifty eye contact. And Bitch, fuck you, Bobby. I did the best coming out video. Fuck you, Bobby. You don't know what you're talking about, bitch. Yeah, he does this coming out video. He comes out as bisexual, um, and he says that that's something that he's been kind of dealing with for a long time. Uh, and I think it's at this point uh, that that he and his girlfriend seem to split kind of uh, unceremoniously, mm-hmm. but it seemed like there was a lot of tension between them because of the whole uh, Los Angeles thing and the financial problems and everything. I would imagine. Yeah, and it seemed like yeah. that was really leading to a split and then him coming out seemed to be kind of the end of things. And then we get interesting videos like this where you start to see, he shows you his life in LA and it's kind mm-hmm. of this, I don't want to be insulting here, but it's it's like, it's kind of a like a grimy, 
way that he's going about things now because he clearly doesn't have like the funding and the the massive YouTube success from before. You can see the videos views are dropping. We're at one hundred thousand now. Uh, the mm -hmm. the the nasty boy stuff has uh, really taken a, a chunk out of out of his his viewership. Uh, despite the fact that he's doubling down, he's got a nasty tattoo under his rib cage. You might have saw in the YouTube or in the music mm -hmm, video, mm -hmm. um, and this is his fucking thing now. So we see this video, nasty life. Counted in front of you. <laughs> I got cash, but also <laughs> like eight bucks in like fucking nickels. Oh, are you saying he can't take the coins? He didn't want to count no fucking coins. I feel like he would have took my coins. Yo, will you will you spit a freestyle? So much drill, homie. Yeah. Dude, don't know what I'm saying. Yo. People hating. Uh, I give a fuck. What? I'm about to do just asking for a bug. Yay! So he kind of he kind of shows you that his life in LA involves a lot of drinking, a lot of smoking both mm -hmm. cigarettes and weed. He's a big smoker at this point. Mm -hmm. Um and, and later in that video he shows you his his new little posse. He has this new posse in LA, which uh are clearly other up and coming rappers and, and musicians. Yeah, so like we start getting the vibe in these videos that that you know Bobby's living in in some kind of down and out L.A. apartments, filming his music videos mm -hmm. there. It's clearly all very weed fueled. That's a big motif of these videos, uh, and sure. the music becomes a lot more somber. He's going for a lot more somber tones than his like fucking going hard, uh, trap shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's just a whole different vibe as things get dark. This is like this dark chapter in this story. Um, All right. And uh, All right. Bobby quickly starts addressing the absence of his girlfriend Jordan in these videos. Um, in this next mm -hmm. one, which we've pulled up, which is Blood. Um, which is an all right song. I think it's fine. And I think the last one was fine as well. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, he he has a whole like reenactment of their breakup with a with an actress playing his girlfriend. Blood on my bed. Got these demon bitches and trying to get out of my head. Take good care of me. I'm wounded having breakdowns. Switch my life on too many times. Maybe forget. Oh yeah, Bobby's always had abs on abs. I don't know what the fuck. Like he's like us, except yeah, since I know he's always he's like us, except somehow since the age seventeen, he's just had abs on abs on abs. He's got fucking cum gutters too. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't like this chapter at all. It's weird and it makes me uncomfortable. Uh, and uh, listen, like he's doing, he's doing, he's working hard, and I like the videos look great. I think that video looked really good. Um, but I'm just mm -hmm. not a fan of the music and those songs become tracks on a full album that he releases uh, which I think the album is called Goodbye but by is B-I because he just came out as Bye um, and mm -hmm. those tracks are the best tracks on the album and I think those are just fine there's a couple of really really rough tracks on the album um, the, the album of course got a ton of shit as well just like the Nasty Tape did there's one particular track mm -hmm. on there where he has like Johnny Gilbert or whatever, who's a YouTuber on there, and I and I, I just lyrically, I think it's just really, really, really rough, and uh, and I think that Bobby like also struggles with like his vocals whenever he sings are heavily, heavily auto tuned, um, because he's he's okay. he's pretty solid when it comes to rapping, but he has to he you know his vocals he has to kind of compensate for with auto tune, 
Um, and but again, like I think he's you know he's trying shit and uh, and kind of throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks. But then Bobby like immediately seemed to sever his connection with all of that and fucking moved back to Tennessee um, and uh, completely abandoned all of the LA stuff uh, mm. and then moves back to te- moves moves back to Tennessee in with his family uh, and starts mm-hmm. making videos with his brother again. Uh, so gets oh, right yes. back right. to his roots. Uh, okay. and, and also starts putting out new music. And the first track of what he puts out is this song, Ugly. This is by far my favorite song of his. Um, I really, really like this song, and I play it a lot. Uh, and I'll have a clip of it here. Why, why you treat me like I'm worth nothing, I'm worth something, babe? Why you seem like every time I make a friend, I'm getting laid? You just mad at me because I ain't no longer your slave. Rapping over beach, yeah, I'm just trying to get some fucking pay. You can hate me, hate me. Fuck me, fuck you, fuck me, fuck me. Ugly, ugly. Pussy motherfuckers on above me. Love me. Curb stuff and truck around. right there in the song he says made a whole mess of my whole life call that bitch katrina um which I, oh man yeah i think is interesting and i but i just fucking really respect that he just keeps fucking making shit like he just keeps making shit that is weird and like different like this thing is that fucking weird uh, of him just hanging out mm-hmm. this thing and he's fucking slapping himself on this choker on his neck and he's like his yeah. voice is very strange in that song uh and in ways that i really enjoy the lyrics are really fucking strange too um yes yeah what was your reaction i to don't that know one? how i feel about comparing the disaster of hurricane katrina to your sure life. no i i feel that but <laughs> but everything you're saying about um the dude is use is still using art as a way of expressing himself yeah. right through everything that's going on in his life and that i think is crucial and important yes and is like I think some people who don't consider themselves artists or anything like that and then something happens to them and they find themselves doing something artistic to help them through it and some people leave it there and that's it. Right. You t- we talked a lot about, not on the show, but like there's like therapeutic coloring books yeah, now right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. People like find, find joy in that and clearly since he'd already started off doing these sorts of artistic things mm-hmm. at a young age, uh, you know, he's still doing it and you can see everything evolve with everything in his life and his personality going through change like of course your art should change with you like it's all just an expression of you it all comes from you and it should reflect you and so of course when he's having a real shit tier time uh it gets different yeah Uh, and that does just because you're not having a good time just because your life sucks and you're still making art doesn't mean the art sucks yeah obviously and so that yeah no the fact that he continually is putting stuff out and it's changing and even in the face of people saying fuck this yeah um which at this point they still, still really are i mean thing. look at the views we're now at 50k yeah uh, which is devastating and yeah. the, and his subscribers have dropped from nearly a million to 600k uh and that's mm-hmm. just fucking rough and it sucks uh 
Also, by the way, between in the big gap between Ugly and that that other video where he went silent for a couple of months, uh, his nudes leaked. That also happened. Uh, oh. <laughs> they were all over Twitter. Fuck. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, they were like videos too. Um, so oh. yeah, I think they were like stuff Very. he sent to people Very. from Tinder, and then those people turned around and fucking put it on sna- uh, Twitter. So, yeah. Well, don't send shit to fucking people on Tinder. That's fair. That's so. fair. Um, but yeah, this next song is just another example of of stuff that I like. He's in, he, he films this whole video with his brother Nathan once again. They're back together. Uh, and this song is called 22 slash Prosperity. She don't know shit, nah, she don't know shit Let her rub his heart, cause she turned in a sweat Dug into my heart, so I kicked her out of bed Rolling up a split, screaming, fuck that bitch Fuck that bitch, fuck that bitch I'ma get rich, screaming, fuck that bitch She don't know shit, nah, she don't know shit Rolling up a split, screaming, fuck that bitch She don't know shit, nah, she don't know shit Let her rub his heart, cause she turned in a sweat Dug into my heart, so I kicked her out of and then he gets back to doing fun commentary videos. This is him just being a dude again, just kind of talking to the camera. Oh, fuck. Um, and it's he's back. yeah, and it's just it's just like and he's it's he's such a different dude at this point. His hair is bleached blonde, and he's got a fucking nose ring, and he's got so many tattoos. Hi there, what's up? I have the flu. I've been here on this couch for two days so far. I've just been sitting here watching movies wrapped up in this blanket, and I'm kind of tired of not doing anything. So I thought I'd make a video. Um. But his personality is still cool and good, and I enjoy kind of feeling like he was back, like you said. That all leads to him putting out this super fun track in response to Tiger King, uh, which uh, yeah. is, again, just a cool evolution of his music. And f- this time, he's figured in his brother Nathan, who is a great vocalist, and he does the hook of this, which I think is phenomenal. Uh, and it's just a super fun song. Check this one out. Oklahoma Call himself exotic Him and all his boys Smoking on the chronic Bet they got some toys AK finna pop it They gon' make some noise Tiger King, he rock shit I got the hair on my bitches like that Dress it like Tiger and pop on my slide AR-15, semi-automatic mob Traffic on pop of your top Through it on street, other snakes in from Mario Don't care who injured or grinder, I'm sorry, ho Catching kittens all up in his body how fun is that? It's really fun. <laughs> I love that that uh that that line, Oklahoma boy. Yeah. At the beginning of the chorus. Um. So yeah, I. It's like it just led to all of yeah. this, all of this fucking story circle, this crazy arc of like going from fucking humble ass beginnings to like this crazy peak, like unimaginable peak, mm-hmm. to the deepest darkest mm-hmm. crash possible. I feel like has led him to kind of a renaissance of his own kind of expression. Which is really interesting, mm-hmm. and like you look at his 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 social medias, and he's fucking feeling himself. Like it's in an interesting way. Like you look Fuck at his yeah. Instagram, he just it's like all about self love and shit, and it's all really interesting. The latest step in this story is that he just started an OnlyFans, uh, where he, he right. I know where he's doing fucking lewd, <laughs> right. lewd modeling. Um, listen, good for him. Yeah, good for him, and uh, and like. The music is up and down now. There's a few more tracks after this, like most recently. Um, and they're kind of 50-50 mm-hmm. for me. Like, I, I like some of them quite a bit. And then some of them just really fall flat for me. But I tell you what, he just keeps putting shit out. And it's really, it's it's crazy the way this story has worked of, like, 
of straight up going from the zone of comfort into the unknown world and then straight back to his roots where now he's with his family and making videos with his brother again and like but like just that. he's a completely different person now like that's wild mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and yeah i mean i've 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 talked a lot telling this story but any any more thoughts from you i want to know no you're totally right um it's there's the music for me is a hit and miss yeah um but but there's expression there still like you're saying um and that's super cool this this joe exotic video which also i still haven't seen tiger king so none of it really makes any sense <laughs> to me but you know it's an oklahoma guy <laughs> with tigers by the way my family like knew about him like for years like they were like oh yeah that's a show about joe exotic i'm like what the fuck because i'm from oklahoma everybody that's so crazy i know <laughs> they're the like hell? yeah we used to drive um, by his tiger farm all the time okay <laughs> also i'm just getting hit with the fact that there's a tiger farm yeah i knew there was tigers involved i did not know there's a whole tiger yeah. farm fuck uh maybe i'll watch it I don't know. <laughs> um yeah but yeah like you were saying um the coolest point is the end point i think right now where he's back in his original setting but like you said different as a person as an artist clearly and it's interesting because you get that you get that mix right you've you can feel the sort of energy that that place and those settings clearly have uh for him especially working directly with his brother and combining that with this different person that was created (laughs) when uh when the shit hit the fan for him a little bit is super interesting and i think honestly like you know a a path that i think obviously a lot of creators end up going on uh uh is is you know thinking that you you have yourself and you're like yeah i like all this stuff and then you know everybody i think most folks have a rough time here and there and uh it's at those points that we you know those are metamorphic points in your life period out even outside of art obviously yeah uh and so everybody i think has those moments but having this dude his whole journey, clearly, we just watched a 30-video playlist on it, is all documented. Yeah, and right, And so exactly. being able to step back and see it all happen right there um, is super interesting, especially on a, a sort of a platform like YouTube that is so frequent and personal in a lot of ways that some other stuff isn't, like, you know, a, a film or a book. Obviously, you are getting the artist's work and the artist's voice, but... In a lot of instances on YouTube, the artist, the artist is literally speaking to yeah. you. And so obviously it's a bit closer in that regard. Um, and that's just, it's super neat. Like regardless of if I like it or, or not, um, what we've, I think, displayed here is that sort of artistic metamorphosis yeah. uh, that people go through when they go through periods of, uh, of struggle and... Um, are upset with themselves and the world and everything. Yeah. And that is super awesome. And I, I thank you for showing it, especially because that starting point is so close to I us. Know. Uh, I know. <laughs> it's like this weird alternate universe. It feels like it could have happened no, to totally. us. Totally. Um, and I dig it. And uh, I, I think I, that's the message I, I hope we're trying to put out as well. Is like, do your thing. Like what you like. Be you. Um, there's no reason for any any artistic thing whether that's youtube or soundcloud rapping or let's say comic books because <laughs> there's some stuff coming out about our sh- sort of industry right now oh, yeah bad stuff um 
bad stuff, there's no reason any of that, especially comic books, I'll say, there's no reason it shouldn't be as inclusive and accepting as possible. It's it's We should be trying to get as many different kinds of voices out there into the world and into our stuff as possible. Uh, because why the fuck wouldn't we? Absolutely. <laughs> it's so much better and more interesting that way. If we have shit from all the same kinds of folks... Which everybody's different to an extent, but obviously, not not completely. There's a lot of, like we said at the beginning of this video, us, like me, you, and Bobby Burns artistically during our teenage years were pretty much the exact same. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And uh, and so, nah, man, everybody do your thing, and the folks that are in charge of figuring out, you know, hiring folks or getting, or if you have the ability to get stuff out there. Have an open mind is all we ask, I think, and be accepting and uh, inclusive and loving. Mostly, I think art is a very intimate thing. When you create something, it's hard, or or it should be hard. I think if if uh, not hard in the sense of like, oh, how much time did it take you? Was it like a literally difficult thing to do? But you're pulling something from your brain, uh, a very abstract thing. Like a song or a story, that's a very abstract concept, and you turn it into something that exists in reality. That other people, you took it out of your mind and put it and made it into something, so then it can be processed by somebody else, right? That's crazy. Right, it is. <laughs> and uh, and it's difficult. And I think as long as you are making stuff, hell yeah, you make your stuff, like what you like. And I thank you for sharing this journey. Yeah. It's a very interesting, very interesting path. Yeah, it is. Um, and like I said, his stuff is real up and down for me right now. And I haven't liked the last several songs that have come out. And that's why I haven't included them here is because I don't feel like going through a few tracks and being like, ah, oh, whatever. But like, mm-hmm. man, like there's there are a few of his tracks that I think are fucking bangers. And I think if that's like, it's crazy that he's able to put out stuff that I think is really good in spite of everything that's happened because I think that everything that he's gone through would knock the shit out of a lot of creators um and mm-hmm. yeah like you said just i we live in such a fucking interesting time and you and i are constantly making internet content and being able to see somebody get famous and then fall from glory and then just keep chugging is just the most fascinating shit in the world and what an interesting fucking paradigm artistically we're living in absolutely. right now um and uh absolutely man bobby i i i, I think he's just a fascinating dude i don't know him personally obviously i don't know if he's a great guy or anything but he is certainly a fascinating mm-hmm. case study what if we could interview him on this show that'd be crazy i'm gonna reach out it would be interesting um, i i today i spent this week uh thinking about other episodes that i want to do for this show and something i do want to do is get some other creators yeah. in here i have a few in mind too um, yeah. and pick their brains absolutely hell yeah um Sweet. yeah and uh listen you were talking about uh a lot of those tracks not being for you uh and uh mm-hmm. i think they're not for a lot of people as, as has been shown in the comments and yeah, everything clearly. uh whether i like some mm-hmm. of them or not but some rap that i can wholeheartedly recommend is our upcoming musical interlude which i know that you like griffin uh because it's another oh, youtube rapper uh by the name of nakey jakey oh, uh Fuck and yeah. uh, and i know that we both love his song moby dick uh and so that yes, is dude. our musical interlude and they'll, we'll go right into that right now uh killer this is what happens it's a good song if i had a nickel for every time i think i did something stupid then i'd have a shit on the nickels 
That shit was stupid. I run it back, take it back, hold it back, take it back, run it back, run it back, run it back. I'ma kill the fucking white whale. I'ma give the dick a damn heart attack. If I had a nickel for every time, I think I did something dumb. I'll be as rich as a man with no kids and a decent income. I'll be rich as this shit. Call me young, rich, bitch. I'm the nun for Macaulay, the coke and the kid. I've been stuck on the sea on the huff for a taste. Looking for love, but I only got only got. I know you better than you know yourself. Well, myself said you can go straight to Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, like, unless you just fucking hate rap, I don't know how you could dislike Jakey's rap. I think that, like, because I, I like a lot of Bobby's stuff, but I think that, that, uh, Nicky Jakey is, like, really fucking there. Like, I think he puts out incredible rap shit, and his videos are also incredible. So that's actually doubles as my first suggestion. If you're not already a fan of Nicky Jakey, and you probably are, uh, but his videos are phenomenal, they're hilarious. Uh, a lot of the time they revolve around video games. Uh, but his rap is incredible. Uh, Moby Dick is probably my favorite track of his. I think it's his biggest track. And his newest one, Not Dead Yet, is also phenomenal. Uh, he's an incredible mm. creator mm-hmm. uh, who's also around our age. I think he's a little bit older. Um, and a little bit, I think. Yeah. Man, he's just he just keeps he he's got hit after hit. I don't see him falling from grace anytime soon. Uh, and I can wholeheartedly recommend all of his music. He's only got a handful of songs, but fucking go check it out, dude. Um, I believe he's just goes by Jakey on Spotify. So Jakey is J A K E Y. Yeah. I fucking love his video on uh, Scholastic Book Fair. Oh, it's so uh, good. That one in particular always hits me really good. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, talking about all the spy shit. Yeah. You got so a suggestion good. for us this week, Griffin? Sure, man. Hey, how many of you have heard of the musical group Talking Heads? Oh, my God. <laughs> the, we should change this from supple suggestions to basic bitch suggestions. <laughs> fuck it. I want to talk about no, shit I love that the I like. Heads. I don't They're give a awesome. fuck if people like it. Yeah, Talking Heads are the best. Uh, in particular, though, I want to just recommend... I think a lot of... Obviously, obviously, a lot of people know Talking Heads already. Um, fantastic, fantastic group. Just bending, not bending, a blending that line between sort of almost experimental stuff uh, and with the sort of rock environment. I'll say rock, you know, folky, whatever uh, sort of environment that they are sort of put in. But they, I think, I don't know if they get enough credit. Um, I'm not super in the music community, so I don't know. Maybe they do. Uh, But either way. If you haven't already, their concert film, Stop Making Sense, um, is just fucking incredible. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, like, I haven't seen because... that. That'd be cool. Let me pull up just a couple of details about it because I wasn't prepped and ready. Cut this out, Ethan. I'm going to leave it in. Ah, uh, you bastard. Griffin's looks uh... so awkward and unprepared now. It's hilarious. This is so funny. You oh my fucker. god. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't even I wasn't sure if we were even doing selfless suggestions cuz we've hit uh, it's like another although you'll cut it. Well, yeah, I think we're probably going to stuff. We're yeah. going to be like at an hour and a yeah. half in full. So, yeah, stop making sense is from uh 84 
and uh, Jonathan Deme Dem. Ooh, I'm sorry, I'm botching the fucking pronunciation of that. And uh, and David Byrne, and of course, the rest of the group put this whole movie together. It's actually a filming of a couple of different nights that they performed, um, but it's all stitched together to be a cohesive uh, version of their show. Um, and it works. It, it was totally fine. But it it's incredible because like the whole thing begins. David Byrne walks out with just his guitar and a little beatbox and like the stage isn't even like prepped or anything just open house lights are on and fucking everything he walks out and he does psycho killer right uh which like you open with the biggest like the biggest talking head song like for sure psycho killer um and as it goes on the shit just builds and of course by the end of the show everybody's here numerous uh, uh, backup dancers and singers as well as all the other band members of course are all on stage and part of it is like David Byrne's physicality in this movie is non-stop literally like talk about stop making sense like this the physicality of it all stops making sense about 20 minutes in because David Byrne is just he's running around this stage <laughs> uh, constantly like if you put the thing on mute it is like you could still it's a it's like a fucking workout video. yeah right like it, he is constantly grooving and jamming and vibing That's sick and also it's 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 that um in this movie is where the the premiere of that the big suit i don't know if you've seen that like sort of iconic image of david yeah, Byrne right, in right. really big suit so his head is dwarf uh-huh. right so even more emphasis on the body yeah Right, the body of it all is him coming out in this big ass suit jacket, <laughs> which is also just a fucking hilarious and awesome visual. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing you you guys hear me talk about music on here often. I often recommend music, and I love it's a very musical episode. No, but I think it really emphasizes that sort of thing with me for uh, music and movies and pretty much everything. The real thing to take away from it is how is it all making you feel? Yeah. Right. Uh, for me at least that is just sort of my philosophy about it all and other people have different philosophies and that's totally fine we've already talked about how you can have these sort of you can use quote-unquote objectives and those are your like sort of pinpoints and markers and everything when you're trying to digest art Um, but for me I think the biggest thing is like I don't know literally on a very emotional and physical sense how does something make me feel and I love that this like for me, this movie, uh, this film, this concert, whatever, is really emphasizing, like, just, like, let your body give into the music, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to sit... Because some people don't love talking heads, and because they, they get into some of that slightly more experimental stuff sometimes. Um, and I think the whole point is, like, give yourself over to the music. Yeah. And music and listening to music has, I think, is different than uh, experiencing other art forms because... It is so bodily, mm-hmm. not only because you do have, like, there's nothing to watch, really. There's nothing to uh, sort of process visually, of course, unless it's a music video or a concert or whatever, that element. Of it. But the music itself is all, like, sort of just flowing into you, into your brain. And what's happening besides you, like, processing it and your brain going, yeah, maybe I like this, maybe not. Like, let yeah, your body yeah. sort of get into it as well groove around i put out that tweet the other day that my days my best days start with the nine minute jam session to people get up driver funky soul musical interlude from a few episodes ago fuck yeah and so i guess along with you should watch stop making sense not only because it's got a banger soundtrack of course but also because david burns 
physical stamina is yeah. insane. Insane. I could not do that shit because it's two hours straight of him running around yeah, right. and singing. That's crazy. That's, you know, uh, folks that do musicals and shit, you got to be in shape. And so you yeah. got to respect it because David Burns is just an absolute totally. king. And please, please, please check it out. Uh, if you haven't already, I bet a whole bunch of folks listening to this have already have, and they're like, yeah, no shit, Griffin. But also, on the off chance you have it, I was listening to the soundtrack earlier today, so I was like, fuck it, that's a supple suggestion okay. and a half right there. Oh, it's time for Ethan's Ethan. quick comics corner. The biggest release of the week for me was Mr. Donny Cates and Nick Klein's Thor number five. Goddamn, what a good mm. issue. Lost in the Black mm. Winter. Uh, I love that book so fucking much and I get so excited every time it comes out and not just because I kind of work for Donny Cates. Uh, I think it's a fantastic book and Nick Klein, <laughs> his art is beautiful. His art is so beautiful. Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen number 11 is good as always. Uh, if you want to hear my thoughts and Donny Cates and his wife Megan Hutchison's thoughts on Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, listen to uh, Devil's Advocates book club that comes out uh, I think on Monday. Uh, because we'll be talking about that as well as uh, what the fuck was the other oh yeah Assassinistas um, and uh, yeah we, we all love Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen by Matt Fraction and Steve Lieber uh, it's an incredible book and this issue is no exception we got another of those quick DC digital first Superman Man of Tomorrow uh, it's got two stories in it one of which is Obituary uh, which is written by uh, last name Jensen first name something else there's a something he has something else for the first name it's not both jensen uh van jensen uh and uh that's a that's a cool little story and i the art's pretty good in there I really like the cover superman's just his costume's all torn up and he's been thrown through the daily planet it's, uh big gold planet on top of the building and it's pretty cool man those digital firsts are neat and i'm always keeping an mm -hmm. eye on them and I also, I haven't started it yet, but I uh, got all the current issues of Once and Future by uh, Kieran Gillen uh, and drawn by Dan Mora. Uh, I can't believe I haven't read it yet uh, because I love Kieran Gillen and Dan Mora is one of my favorite comic artists right now. He drew um, Grant Morrison's Klaus, which is like the cool, sexy uh, Santa Claus origin story. Mm -hmm. uh, and I follow Dan mm -hmm. Mora on Instagram mm -hmm. and his art's phenomenal. And I've been hearing that Once and Future is phenomenal. Uh, so I'm definitely going to check that out. Oh, we got a big, chunky, thick Green Lantern like 80th anniversary this week as well. That has a lot of cool stuff in there, including Jeff Johns returning to Green Lantern for a little bit. So that's pretty cool. Uh, lots nice. of good stuff this week. I fucking love the Jeff Johns. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, everybody. yeah. <laughs> did you have another suggestion? Hell yeah. Uh, I did, but thinking about it more, I think I might want to save it for yeah, totally. an episode. Um, so I gotta, I'm gonna hold on to it. So I'll call I've got it a similar thing, which is I started playing Last of Us Two, uh, and uh, I don't know if you've heard. Mm -hmm. uh, I mentioned on the last episode, it's getting review bombed by people that are calling it SJW propaganda and shit. Yeah. And let me tell you, I've only played a few hours of it so far, and I'm loving it so far. Uh, but I got a lot of thoughts about this whole SJW propaganda business, and I'd like to go more in depth on it later. So we'll talk about mm -hmm. it later. But I am really liking it, and I do mm -hmm. recommend it. I also, for some reason, on the side, started playing Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, and I and I really like that as well. Having never played Metal Gear Solid, so yeah. All right, here's my suggestion. In the you, you got me thinking about video games earlier today. I was playing one of my favorite games, and that is uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Um, 
which is a uh, small puzzle game that came out in, I believe, 1999 for systems like the PlayStation 1. And it's essentially competitive Tetris, or I guess more so... Griffin, we all know about Super Puzzle Fighter, all right? Two Turbo. Um, There is no Super Puzzle Fighter 1 or 3. Because what this is, is competitive, like, Dr. Mario or... Uh, like bejeweled almost I guess Um, it's like that but it's got a Street Fighter skin on it because it was pretty much like a co-release with Street Fighter 2 that's why it's called because of course that game was huge they were like yeah so they were like fucking cash in on everything they're like we could make like a little like puzzle game and sell that shit for like 20 bucks or whatever and they're like oh fuck yeah and that's how we have Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. And it's available on that PlayStation 1 Classic oh, cool. that came yeah. out a few years ago that nobody fucking bought. Um, I still want one of those. And I picked up almost... I got all those little mini systems. Uh, I, I just happened to snag every single one of them on yeah. like a dope deal. It was crazy. I got one of them for 70% off. That's I think crazy. it was the PlayStation. I want one. all of those so bad. Like, I don't know. I just stumbled across it, and now I have almost all of them. I do not have mm. the Sega Genesis one, mostly because I never That's played Sega Genesis. That's only got Sonic on it. So, uh, so <laughs> yeah, I, so I'm fine. What, which is maybe I will because I love Sonic. I know you do. Um, I know you but, do. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. But the NES and the SNES ones, they also slap. Uh, but yeah, the PS1 Classic. I discovered it when I bought that thing last summer. I discovered Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. And now it's like a staple in my life. Like when friends come over uh, or if we're just hanging out for the night, I'm like, maybe toss on a little Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. We play a couple of rounds. It's a great little party puzzle game. I fucking love it. And I don't know how else. Like it sucks because it's just so far in the past and it's so simple and small. And I have no idea how to express my love for such a small (laughs) little almost insignificant thing. Sorry, it came out in 96. Um yeah, right alongside. Uh, oh, in Japan, it's Super Puzzle Fighter 2X, which sounds pretty fucking dope. Um, so that's it. That's all I Fuck have to yeah. say. I don't know. Maybe you can emulate it or something and be like, why the fuck am I doing this? Uh, that's it. I just want to express my love for it. We have tournaments for it all the time in the house. My roommate, Julia, she's so fucking good. She kicked my ass yesterday. It's addictive. And I think uh, it it's that couch multiplayer talk about nakey jakey nakey jakey has a whole video on like the death of couch multiplayer and how games like mario kart and mario party mario kart in particular oh, i fucking thing. love those games i um, fucking love mario party i know um they do such a good job and i love this little game just because sort of swooped in and and did that as well i don't know that's it i just want to say yeah. i like that weird well, little awesome. game that nobody's ever heard of uh that's it for supple suggestions <laughs> yeah. that's it for the supple boys this week thank you all so much for listening whoa what? whoa we made it to the end of another episode congrats us email us at supple boys if you got long form stuff to say uh and keep listening to the show please we like having you um and have other folks listen to the show maybe not even just this show maybe one of our we're part of the amazing friends network yeah we're part of the amazing friends network Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, including stegman and his amazing friends which you can find at stegmanandfriends.com the show that we produce for ryan stegman and devil's advocates book club which you can find at advocatesbookclub.com which we produce for donny cates and megan hutchison uh and uh yeah those are also good shows we're also on them and we work on them uh so thanks so much for listening uh please spread the word about our stuff 
Uh, we appreciate you. Remember to always like what you like and don't be a dick. Uh, and we will see you guys, hey. uh, well, Saturday if you're checking out all the shit we're putting out. But also, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.